0: Deep Nerder contains explicit content. It is also fact checked ish. We try our best. Listener discretion is advised. This is Deep Nerder, the podcast where we talk about true crime, nostalgia, murder. These are your hosts, Kelsey. I'm Jill. And I'm Britt. Booyah. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed in the coffin. What
1: are we doing? Oh, mm-hmm. I was like, what is life now? Fuck this computer. <laughs> it's on. you It's here. on. <laughs> but like the minute we are done, I'm going to pick up this computer and just fucking yeet it. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to smash it. I fucking hate it.
0: <laughs> Sorry, your neighbor was spitting. That's pretty disgusting.
1: I'm going to yeet it at him. My window's open. They're probably like, oh, that crazy bitch. <laughs> She's at it again in that weird room. We know she lives alone.
0: I don't think they're worried no, about you. I have You're 55
1: like... roommates. They're all tough guys. Don't kill me.
0: I think they're like, she pays her rent. We don't care what she does in there.
1: Oh, I left a note on my neighbor's car the other day.
0: and they was, haven't... It, was the note, your wife is going to put belladonna I... in your food? Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Watch out. I saw your wife. She's been at the local store. She's been buying this one specific ingredient for the last year and a half to get enough.
0: Speaking of which, so we got rid of the evergreen shrubs in my, on my balcony, like, cause we have like these big planter boxes that are mm-hmm. part of the building structure. And now there, I, I have Emily, my friend Emily showed me this app where I can learn what plants are in there. And apparently cool. I have black nightshade growing. Oh, which is just I guess like you wanted. Of, yeah. I guess it's, I think like a bird must've dropped it from somewhere, but it's like, it's not indigenous to here, and it is poisonous.
1: <laughs> so, what you're telling me is, I know what happened to your husband if he goes missing. Exactly. Perfect. You heard it here, folks.
0: Yeah, but it was. I called Jordan. I'm like, hey, guess what? We have this growing, and I told him like we should get rid of the rest of the weeds when we were gonna plant stuff. But I'd like to keep that. <laughs> so we'll put a see. little fence around it. Yeah. What? Well, sorry. What were you saying about your note on the neighbor's car?
1: Oh, I just said park better, but I said a lot nicer. I'm just summing it up. That's, That's fair. all I want. That's fair. You know, but I guess like, in case you weren't sure, I'm Jill. I'm the quiet one.
0: Oh, and I am the very, very loud person named Kelsey. Named Aileen. Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> and we are
1: still in the TGIF sagaverse yeah no that's not that's not the right sound. that's okay going
0: twilight zone
1: uh I going. <laughs> oh, I
0: <don't> know, <laughs> but i liked it it was cool thank you
1: uh
0: and but, go oh yes.
1: we're just we're just here in tgif land on a wednesday that you'll hear on a sunday again
0: yeah as we do and on this one we're gonna talk about boy meets world
1: Boy meets world Oh, what a fucking slamming show! Five out of
0: five. Dude, I have been watching it, and I I truly didn't understand how wholesome and chill it was, and like it's so wholesome, and it's just like wow, nice guys. Yeah, I mean, like granted, it's a mainly white cast, so that is not great. Nope. There are people of color cast in the show, but they're not part of the main main group, which I mean, that's not great.
1: Nope. <laughs> but, they're so off awesome. on the side.
0: We've said it. It's true. But the morals of the show are pretty sincere and I enjoy I enjoyed that. Especially. I like really
1: appreciate it. it. Yeah. I, I own the whole season on DVD actually, because I'd say like maybe like eight years ago, nine nine years ago, I'd say. Um, before like streaming was super cool. I used to treat myself to, like, a movie every week or, like, every two weeks at HMV because they'd have, like, Ooh. the two for 15 section. Mm-hmm. And then they started adding Boy Meets World. And I was like, why would I pay two for, like, 15 or two for 20 for two DVDs when I could get a whole fucking series? Absolutely. So now I proudly owned all of Boy Meets World on DVD.
0: I love that. That's a good flex. Um, Thank you. A, not related, kind of related, not related. I have all of the dinosaurs on DVD. I have a box. Oh, God, do
1: you want to swap
0: these? Yeah, we should probably do that. Well, actually, you know what? I would gladly lend them to you, but I can watch Boy Meets World on Disney Plus.
1: <laughs> oh, they probably have they probably have dinosaurs on there too. I don't need really? you. I haven't
0: checked. Damn
1: it. I don't need Whatever. you. Whatever.
0: Fine. But yeah, so I was uh, as I revisited the show today, I was like pleasantly pleased with how kind of adorable it was, and like, yeah, the. All right, well, I'll just get into it, because I'm going to say this anyways. So, Boy Meets World is an American television sitcom created and produced by Michael Jacobs and April Kelly. The show aired on ABC Network from September 24, 1993 to May 5th, 2000, lasting seven seasons. So, we both know, we all know that part of that, uh, the Disney merger where they bought and took over. So, it's, you know what I'm saying. Yep. ABC and Disney. There we go. So Boy Meets World centers around Corey Matthews, played by Ben Savage. Fun fact, Fred Savage was his his bro and he was from the Wonder Years.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's dark. they have the exact same hair.
0: They truly do and actually it's funny because i was watching this one episode and this like girl's trying to make fun of him and she's like i'm not inviting him he's a brillo head and i was like oh geez (laughs) oh no yeah and then uh he sits down with uh his what's his best friend's name my brain is frying um Sean. sean sean right so he sits down with sean and he says something to sean about it and He's like, well, Corey's like, well, you don't know, Sean, because you have hair. I have a Chia pet growing out of my head. And I was like, (laughs) the writing on this is clever. I like it. it, That's how I
1: felt before my haircut today.
0: Fair. Absolutely. I saw your new TikTok.
1: Oh, thank you. Just trying to make it big.
0: I did. I saw I saw the one comment, too. This one girl was like, I love your hair. And I was like, yes. Thank you, one fan. Yes. Right. That's That's all it needs. Thank you, Britt um thank you brit so boy meets world centers around cory matthews played by ben savage and his issues theories and relationships as he comes of age from junior high through college his childhood sweetheart topanga which (sighs) for like one second i was gonna google the origin of that and i was like no just leave it a mystery that's where it's always been so
1: Topanga is such a, like, strange name. It's like they were, they went like, you know what? We can't do Nicole, we can't do Jessica, we can't do Sarah. I was thinking we could just really spice things up and give a white blonde girl the name Topanga.
0: <laughs> well, bl- blonde, kind of brunette. Well, but yeah, like, I she's a yeah. dirty blonde. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know what you're talking about. But, like, that's a very spicy
1: name. It's, it's very good. It's like, maybe that's a normal name and we don't know. Like, I don't, normal, I say loosely as we're in 2021 and kids are named, like, Lizard and Armageddon.
0: But told you, that's just, like, Topanga? Did I tell you the one time I was, like, buying a... I was trying to buy a, a jumper. A ghost. I trying, yeah. I was trying to buy, like, a jumper or a dress or something from the store. And the girl... Lovely sales associate. Uh, she's like, "Well, what's your name?" And I said, "Oh, it's Kelsey." And she's like, "Oh, I've never heard of Kelsey. I've never met a Kelsey before." And I'm like, "What?" And I was like, "What's your name?" And she's like, "Ocean."
1: <laughs> oh my god! I've never met a Kelsey. I was like, "Okay,
0: <laughs> sure." Her sibling's name is Apple and Watermelon. Oh my god! I'm. I don't know that. I'm just saying. But anyway, she was really, really oh. nice. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, but yeah, Topanga. So uh, again, as I revisited the early episodes of the series, when they we first meet Topanga, she she's like this really cute, funny. She actually really reminds me of my friend Emily, because they're she gets assigned to a project with Corey, and they're in Corey's kitchen, and Corey's like, "Okay, there's a hole in the ozone layer, so like let's just put a hat on it and call it a day." And there's our project.
1: And oh,
0: my God. To Pink is like, well, I kind of had like a little un- more of an unconventional idea. And he's like, well, what is it? And she gives him a script and it's like um, spoken poetry. And she does oh. like an interpretive dance. Oh, <laughs> I was I was like, I could totally see me in elementary school with Emily and Emily's mom being like, this is the better approach. And Emily being like, we're doing it this way. And me sitting there like Corey confused as fuck as to what we're doing. <laughs> Like, Dancing it out. Yeah. Well, Corey just sat there and like read the script, and I so identified with him. He was just like, "What am I doing? How um, did I get here?" Also, I will add, Topanga had the most amount of like flat iron crimps in her hair I've ever seen. Remember the flat oh, irons where you could so out, many you could switch out the crimp plates. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It looked like she just went to town because she has a lot of hair.
1: I have crimped a lot of hair before, and it is not like a super smooth thing. You have to like one two press, one two press, one two press. You can't just like click 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 like you can't just pull flat iron through it, you know? It's like hold, 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 hold. Oh my God. Immediate regret.
0: The stylist on that show went for it and I'm thrilled. It's documented. Like a week and a half's
1: worth of episodes that one day because they were like fuck no. (laughs)
0: Exactly. I don't I haven't got past that episode i think it's like a th- fourth episode i don't know whatever but so i don't know if it maintains We'll we'll find out i'll report back but uh topanga is played by danielle fischel uh and the best friend sean is played by Ryder strong can we talk about how good that name is or how like it's Ryder with an i too it's not a yeah. with a y it's a porn star name i'm into it yeah it, it truly on- is he was also in, uh, what was that movie? Cabin Fever? Was it Cabin Fever? I believe so. There oh. it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're the... 2002.
1: Okay, so that's that movie where he's like thinking that he's like slowly finger blasting this girl, and then it turns out he's like banging her leg because she has flesh eating disease. Yes, <laughs> that would be the scene. That's the scene. Oh, that's the only scene I remember of that movie. <laughs> Good job, my guy. I
0: mean, you know. You know what? It's a lasting memory. Yep. So I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, and he also did some voice acting, but the, uh, the uh, memorable cabin fever scene lives on. So we'll just, we'll just let that one float. <laughs> uh, alongside with Corey's parents, William Russ and Betsy Randall, an older brother whom I had a massive crush on, Will Friedel
1: oh my god fucking eric matthews right he was like such a charming like idiot he was like the dummy
0: i don't want to be a bag but his picture on wikipedia is terrifying so
1: oh i'm so excited to see it
0: yeah but he he was so
1: charming and lovable and like well-meaning but just like too dumb to know how to do it
0: just a beautiful idiot yeah. <laughs> I left him to tiny pieces. He could do no wrong in my heart. Uh, also, a really cool fact is he voiced the main character in Batman Beyond, which was like a really sick Batman spinoff where like Bruce Wayne was too old to be Batman anymore. So he had like this young kid be Batman. Oh, that's uh, so cool.
1: It cool. was a, it
0: was like one of my more favorite animated Batmans. Also done like an Art Deco style. It was stunning. He was also Ron Stoppable in Kim Stoppable. Or he's run stoppable? Yeah. That's bonkers. I know. when I read that, I'm like, Jill's gonna love this. <laughs> oh my god. Bing, right. bing, bing. Yeah. Um also to touch back, his
1: Wikipedia photo is terrifying.
0: Yes, yes, that's not good. Someone needs to change that for him. That's not his Yeah.
1: Fault. That's not a nice one.
0: No. But he had he had a really good he did a lot of voice acting, so he's kinda killed it in that area. Nice! And now that I think about Ron Stoppable, I'm like, yes. So all together, they create a balance in this boy's world, being Corey Matthews. Corey often seeks guidance from his neighbor and school teacher, Mr. Feeney, played by William Daniels, who manages to give advice that relates back to what Corey has been studying in class. With the comparison of homework to real life circumstances, Feeney articulates what all parents wish they could say when kids ask... (laughs) what am I ever when am I ever going to use this in real life
1: oh my god
0: which is like most of it you won't unless you start a podcast
1: it's 100 percent true yeah Feeny was a legend too because they just always had him every year but I appreciate that this show didn't like keep them frozen in time you know, like, they let them grow up, and then Feeney yeah. just kind of moved along with them, which I really appreciated. Like, as they got older, their relationship changed, which I'm like, this is so much nicer than just keeping them, like, Simpson style like, and Krabappel, you know?
0: I, I actually thought about that today, pre-this pre stuff, but, like... So, Miss, Mr. Feeney... Well, yeah, so, like, The Simpsons, for example it's funny you brought that up because i was thinking about that like the so bart and lisa never ever age or grow up or go anywhere but characters on the show die off constantly and it's permanent Mm -hmm. like like oh my god this show dealt with some
1: heavy shit some episodes
0: yeah uh but mr feeney he was their teacher in middle school or elementary school whatever that was and Mm -hmm. then he becomes their high school principal later so that's pretty sick And then
1: doesn't he become like their neighbor or something?
0: No, no, he is their neighbor the whole entire time. In like the pilot episode, Corey is angry at his parents for buying a house next to his teacher. (laughs) Yes. He comes home and his mom's like, I heard you got detention. And he's like, how do you know that? And she's like, oh, Mr. Feedy popped his head over the fence while I was unloading groceries.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, a rat.
0: Cute. Okay, so Corey and Topanga deal with a range of issues, including sex. Topanga's family moving away, jealousy, and providing proving to their families that they don't want to date other people. Later in the series, the couple will marry while they're still in college. So, like, yeah, you know, those those two, those two. Which, I mean, I, not that I'm, like, hating on it. I really like that it's, like, this cute, idyllic love story. But, like, that's not real life. That's just not real. No. no. Also, don't get married in college. Go live your life. Is that too much? That's how I feel.
1: It's too much. <laughs>
0: So the main characters are truly admirable for tween boys and girls. Topanga especially is incredibly intelligent. She's a strong-willed young lady. She's dedicated to her schoolwork, her friends, and Corey, while still maintaining an independent personality. And Corey himself is creative, thoughtful, and insightful. And his world consists of discovering the strength of relationships with family and friends. So I thought that was important because you have this like female character that's brought in and she's more than like an uh, yeah she's more than an object or just like a like a sidekick like she's she's kind of the she's mixing it up she's she's interpreting interpretive dancing through her projects like i think that's pretty yeah
1: like, she's uh, wild
0: yeah i like it but like super smart uh, and I appreciated how the main boy character is, you know, he's emotional and he's sensitive and he's trying to make it work and like understand things. He's not just kind of a bro.
1: He's not so, a bro. And he yeah. like talks to his mom all the time. It's cute. You're like what a wholesome guy.
0: Yeah. So the full cast consists of, so Corey Matthews played by Ben mm-hmm. Savage, uh, George Feeney played by William Daniels, Amy Matthews played by Betsy Randall, Eric Matthews, played by Will Friedle. Sean Hunter by Ryder Strong. Oh, this is the... I, I love this character. Stuart Minkus. Oh my god, Minkus. Played by Lee Norris. And Lee Norris was mouthed in One Tree Hill. Oh my god, really? Yeah, so I never watched that show, but I remember walking in in the living room or whatever when I was growing up and my sister was watching it. And I remember looking at that guy and being like, that guy's got a big mouth. Rise of like, Minkus. And she's like, his name is Mouth. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> but do you remember Minkus? He was hilarious. He was like, I think he was the greatest version a nerd could be, a classical nerd could be portrayed because they were always coming for him and then he was always smarter, better, and quicker. So like one episode, they were going to shoot him with a water gun and then he pulled out a bigger water gun and he was like, go for it. And then they yeah, all put I their feel water like he down. never
1: backed down either. Like he was never like, oh no. He was just like, bring it.
0: Yeah, he was because he was smarter than everybody. He was awesome. Great. Thanks for being a
1: smart guy who's not just a pushover.
0: Yeah, no, he's, he's a solid character. He kind of had a little like JTT look too, which is cool. Like blonde JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I know who JTT okay, is. I'm just making sure. <laughs> not uneducated. Sorry. Sorry, like I didn't realize you had his poster on your ceiling still. I <laughs> might. Okay, <laughs> uh, Morgan Matthews, uh, played by Lily Nixay, which is, I think, the she's like the little sister, like the cute little sister. Yeah. Alan Matthews, played by William Russ. Topanga Matthews, by Nii nee Lawrence. I'm probably saying that wrong. But... No,
1: that means it's like her maiden name. That's her old name.
0: Oh, no, wait. Excuse me. No, that's because there was two. So it was Nii nee Lawrence... Uh,
1: it's because her. Getting. It's because her maiden name is Topanga Lawrence, and then she marries
0: Corey Matthews. No, no, no. Yes. Uh, no, I think that's two actors. No. <laughs> why would it say knee like N E E?
1: like formally known as it's like a way of writing it
0: oh damn. that's like that's like the character's other name would be I'm like i'm leaving
1: that in i hope you leave it in I'm i was like no in. kelsey don't you're like who's me lawrence why is her name in lowercase how did they so effortly
0: switch to panga's character this whole show and i never noticed <laughs> and well, i thought it was just like the first one i was like sure pull a fast one on me i didn't notice
1: no it's damn, like,
0: like fisher Fisher. <laughs> five stars i'm almost through this jonathan turner by anthony tyler quinn he's the oh he's the cool cool teacher with the motorbike yeah they call him feeny with an earring (laughs) yeah he's so cool i know i googled him and i'm like kind of john stamosy hey oh he was like the hot teacher yeah, until he started giving them rules, and then they were all butthurt about it. it was
1: oh like, my God, yeah, right? you You're not cool it. anymore.
0: Yeah. Oh, it turns out he does like his job, and he really wants to give you an education. Poor you. <laughs> Too bad he's trying to do
1: good by you. Get out.
0: <laughs> Ellie Williams, played by Alex Desert, or Desert, depending on how you want to pronounce that. He was another teacher at John Adams High School. Jack Hunter... Played by Matthew Lawrence, Angela Moore, played by Trina McGee Davis, Rachel McGuire, played by Maitland Ward. So there we go. So season one, middle school, like we talked about these characters growing up and being people. Season two to five is high school, and season six to seven is college. In the season finale, Corey, Topanga, Sean, and Eric all head to New York, where Topanga has often dreamed of an internship at a law firm. Look at this girl. Like, get it. Here she's getting it. I was like, please don't say model. I already knew what it was going to be, but you know what I mean. Like, I'm, yeah. Angela decides to move overseas with her father, and Jack and Rachel join the Peace Corps in Guatemala. The final scene is Corey Topanga and Sean having a final moment with Mr. Feeney and their old 6th grade classroom along with Eric with each one telling him how important he is in their lives and to cherish each one forever. So that's how it Ugh, goes. My heart. Another cool thing I thought I would include just based on what I do for a living. So Boy Meets World used a number of theme songs and opening title sequences over its 7 year run. Season 1 was the only season of the series that incorporated the names of the main cast and series creators within the opening title sequence. While those credits were shown, along with the credits for producers and that episode's director and writers during the show's cold open for the remainder of the series, every episode of seasons one and four through seven utilized a single theme song for every episode. However, the entire second season and part... Of season three, used various instrumental themes composed by Ray Holcord. That's cool. Composed, yeah. Who also composed the incidental music used between scenes and commercial breaks throughout the show's run. That's probably like a pretty cool thing for him. They're like, yo, you're doing this, so do this too. The practice ended with the last Temptation of Corey, season three, episode nine. As one of the cycled themes became sole opening title music for the rest of that season, the final theme, written and performed by Phil Rosenthal, the band Twenty Cent Crush, remained for the five, remained for seasons five through seven. So yeah, I thought that was really interesting because you don't often see the the intro switch that frequently.
1: No, they're usually it's usually the same one, unless it changes in like the first one or two episodes with feedback.
0: Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I guess I could could like figure out why they did that, but like I, I just I appreciate it because like even even now revisiting it, like when you watch the first season, it's 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 a very home improvement style intro, and then it kind of gradually morphs. So. I am so excited
1: to rewatch this whole series now.
0: It's it's so honestly I'm like I'm impressed. Like truly this is a really reasonable show and being that it's on Disney like if you were a parent you could plunk your kids in front of it and understand they're actually being taught some relatively r- good morals considering they're watching just TV and polluting their brain
1: <laughs> i also appreciate with the show that like not every episode had like good things or not every problem ended with like a good outcome like sometimes bad shit happened yeah and it happened like granted did it usually always happen to sean yeah but it still
0: happened poor sean oh
1: he got like he got shit on his whole life poor guy yeah,
0: like in one of the episodes like his mom takes off and then another i feel- Another episode is Dad takes off to find his mom. He has like move in with Corey and when that doesn't work he moves in with Mr. Feedy. It's like why did the their par- why did his parents abandon him?
1: Right? He's very he reminds me of like our version of like Riverdale's Jughead, like hard life. I live in this like trailer park. Hard done by. I'm kind of a weirdo and I'm like, "Oh, it's Sean." Oh. Just like with a
0: hat. I mean, Sean can wear a hat, but he's got those good Nick Carter bangs. No, he's so. got that sweet, sweet
1: '90s boy haircut.
0: Yeah, I love that so much, dude. I see kids with that these days. Oh, it's hundred percent like, in. It's such a flex. Like, it's. Oh, it's, it's so in. It's a choice. I mean, I you gave me a bowl cut. That was nice. I like that. I but I look good in a bowl. Why? Everybody looks good in '90s boy hair too. Well, yeah. Or like commercial drive lesbian hair. I know, I was like either or. <laughs> Whatever. Either or. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so yeah. That's the that's your Boy Meets World insight. I hope I you think... feel educated.
1: I think Boy Meets World was, like, probably one of the best shows on that. Like, does Sabrina, like, stand up? Yeah. But when I think of Sabrina, like, I only think of her high school. But when I think of Boy Meets World, I'm like, oh, I went with these people, like, through my imagination. I went with them through school and through all the heartbreak of, like, Cory and Topanga and, like, through college and, like, through... I feel like I went through the whole thing where it was like, with Sabrina. I'm like, yeah, there was like a quiz master and a closet and like pen and teller.
0: And then she wow. was a witch,
1: yeah, you know? So like this move, this show, I'd say, is like my number one
0: also, i I wanted to just like add in like that other podcast I was listening to today. They brought up Sabrina and how. <laughs> how like Zelda got a job as a professor at Sabrina's university because she said she had gone to Harvard, (laughs) which she did. She did, but like a hundred years ago. And then when they, like a bazillion years ago. Yeah. And then when they fact checked it, but like the only Zelda (laughs) Spellman that went to Harvard was like this many years ago. So they fired her and it's like, no, she went, she She went, she's just not out about her age. Yeah. Don't ask a lady how, I mean, I don't give a fuck, but don't ask Zelda how old she is that's her boundaries she's Those just are her trying boundaries. to be a teacher she's just yeah. trying to stalk her niece well i mean if you were a teenage witch if we were teenage witches we would need stalking just because by responsible adult people that were making sure we weren't like bringing back dead pets
1: oh my god <laughs> reviving my horses in zelda <laughs> yeah. sorry to bring up that heartbreak but I thought I would keep us on trend and I'm going to bring up more heartbreak because I feel like we've had it too easy the last two weeks.
0: We're not going diet crime. We're going full sugar. We're yeah, we're going, we are going like big gulp. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> like America. Yeah. I just like, America. Eh. They got more news than us. So, you know. Canada's pants. It's fine. Actually, you know what? They're cool now. They're cool now. Trump's out.
1: Peace. So I'm doing a high school sweetheart's crime because I was very inspired by Cory and Topanga. Uh, I tried to do... So there is, like, a case, a study, where it's, like, somebody named Feeney versus the law, and it all came into play in, actually, B.C., like, years ago... um, And it had something to do with having, like, a warrant to be able to go in somebody's house. I was going to cover that, but let me tell you, I don't understand law jargon, and I already learned about fucking Ponzi schemes, and my brain was like, no, bitch. So I thought we'd just go with some good old-fashioned crime.
0: That was, like, the one time I was determined to read Stephen Hawking's String Theory. Oh, And I had to read it twice, and I still barely grasped it. But, like, I read it through the first time, and I was like, I don't get it. (laughs) So I read it the second time, and I was like, I don't get it less 1%.
1: (laughs) I, are, I like I couldn't make it through the newest hunger games book, let alone string theory. like I read two chapters and I was like, I don't get it and I stopped. You tried string theory. Who are you Sheldon Cooper?
0: I just was I, he came out with the book and I was like, I'm going to read this and I'm going to appreciate it and I appreciated it and I, I understood bits of it and then when I reread it I understood it I understood bits more, but it was just like a whole thing. So I think what I'm getting at is I should just read it again.
1: Third time's a charm, as we learned with my laptop. (laughs) So what I'm going to do is put us in the way, way back
0: machine. Yep. Ages ago. Where are we going?
1: So far back. We're going. (laughs) We are just going to go to the year 2000. It's going to be March 20th. Low rise jeans where our sweet princess, Emma Walker, was born to parents Jill and Mark Walker. Also, shout out to another Jill. This is third Jill. Gillian. Sue's born in Knoxville, Tennessee, which, are you ready for some fun facts about 10IC? Also, great pickup line. Also, if yeah. you were to drive from Vancouver to Knoxville, it would take you approximately 41 hours, and you'd drive about 4,349 kilometers. I hate it. I hate it. Also, if you were curious, their average precipitation per year is 48.18 inches. Oh, So, not girthy by any means, but it's better than some.
0: Good for them. Thank you. They're they're a comfortable place.
1: They're moderate. (laughs) So, now we're going to fast forward all the way to 2014. Emma is 14 years old, she's pretty, she's blonde, she dreams about being a nurse, and she's a cheerleader. And because she's such a badass bitch at cheerleading, she's the only freshman to make it on the team in 2014. Solid. Like, five stars. So, she's out at a game... She's cheering with all our friends. They're in their uniforms. Like, America loves football. And she turns around and locks eyes with number eight. He's the wide receiver on the football team. And we are introducing Riley Gowell. He's 16 so- years old. He's a top student. He loves video games, but he's not your average jock. He's, like, kind of a jokester.
0: Oh, so he's, like he's like charismatic he doesn't he's not quite pulling her hair but he's, he's like, like charming and he makes
1: jokes and like the two fall head over heels
0: and he's got like a nice even number for some shit so whatever you know he's like classy days.
1: whatever yeah eight rhymes with great so i'll take it word so the couple's like totally in love they're all over instagram they're all over like twitter or whatever the kids yeah. were using that's they're good. taking selfies they're going paddle boarding, they're going to dances paddle- they're like making posts yeah you know Tennessee things and so they're like making posts like oh I'm so lucky I'm so lucky right so all of Riley's friends really like Emma they think she's super nice she's normal like she seems like a great girl but all of Emma's friends are like he's kind of shy and he's kind of possessive and he's kind of clingy Like, back the fuck off.
0: And she's like, call me a bull because I am running right for those red flags. Oh,
1: my God. Like, we said it on another podcast. No shame to anybody, but, like, dating in high school is just such a bad time. It doesn't necessarily get better. You just become better equipped to deal with how dumb it's going to be.
0: No, we said on the last podcast, don't date till you're an adult. (laughs) Or like do but keep your
1: expectations at zero.
0: Yeah. Everyone's trash, usually. Usually.
1: Riley and Emma are totally like in love. It's high school. They're dating for two years. They're like that high school couple though. They're like the cheerleader, the football star, but they always are having like break. They're breaking up all the time. They're on and off. It's like one of those tumultuous high school relationships, right? Like every school, every school had like one of those couples where it was like, you know, they'd be changing their Facebook status. Like it's complicated in a relationship. It's complicated. Single, it's complicated. And you're just like, holy fuck. Like,
0: so see, when I was in high school, we didn't have Facebook yet. Oh, but. It.
1: we, we had change, change your
0: next status oh yeah no, yeah we i had that we had, we had msn right and like you'd have like your yeah. school on your msn chat and then like there you'd have like the i'm just gonna say it sorry i if your people get mad at me then fuck me but like you'd have like the more basic girls that were like oh my god i love johnny like that oh god, god. I mean, like, like, squiggly squiggly yeah. johnny with capitals and lower cases less than threes yeah because we didn't have emojis. So you were like doing those weird. We had, yeah. We had emoticons. Oh, it was called leet.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> Fucking leet. Yeah.
0: That's what it was. Yeah. And I remember seeing that and being like, ew, like why are you so openly, <laughs> this is just a, this is a me problem. Mm-hmm. Cause I am, what is, what is it called? Um, angry. Uh, yeah. Also that, but I'm avoidant. My attachment is avoidant style. So I'm just like, Ew! Like, why are you? Like, don't are you flaunting that publicly? Stop! But also, like, you're gonna date him for a week and then tell him to piss off. <laughs> so like, fair. Just, just seems like a lot of work, anyways. Yeah.
1: So, because it's twenty, like 14, 15, 16 the kids were really into Snapchat and texting each other, so they were constantly, like, arguing over texts, which, like, I'm assuming is the equivalent to somebody sending me, like, a K text. Like, if you send me just the letter K, like, I'm ready for a fight.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Good to know. I hate, oh my god, nothing sets
1: me off more than just being like, oh my god, so I'm so excited to see you later, like, I'll meet you at 7, K. I'm like, fuck you, bitch, what did I do? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I just was giving you a heads up, Kay. Fuck, fuck you so hard. Kay is aggressive. Yes. <laughs> so, Riley, just because they were fighting all the time and everything was going crazy, Riley started getting kind of controlling with Emma, so he'd wait outside her work for her to be off. Like, he'd be like, oh, you work from 10 to 6, and he would show up at, like, 2 o'clock and then sit there till 6, just in case she left. Dude, and then he that's started. Gross. He started sending her really aggressive texts. So he'd send her texts that said, like, I hate you. I hate everything about you. You're the biggest bitch I've ever come in contact with. And then Emma's mother actually saw one and it said, you're dead to me. I'll check the obituary, dot, 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 you. But Emma was just like, oh, Riley's just angry. And Riley even said, like, oh, I was just angry. Like, I didn't mean it. So... Emma's mom was like, no, bitch. So she banned Emma from seeing Riley, took Emma's phone. And then Riley obviously didn't like that he couldn't get a hold of Emma. So he gave her an iPod touch, which back in the day, you could connect to Wi Fi and use for like texting on your Apple account, right?
0: Yeah, so he he's he's mad at her. He's like berating her. He's essentially stalking her and gaslighting <laughs> and he, her. Yeah, and gaslighting her and then he's like I'm going to spend my own money and give you this thing so that so I can, can still control. further track you. <laughs> yep. I'm not it's not I'm not, you know, I'm not why I'm laughing. I'm laughing cuz like the whole thing is insane. Yeah. 100%.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. So in the fall of 2016, the couple was still dating. Riley had graduated. He was 18. He was attending college and Emma was 16 at this point. But around Halloween, uh, Emma got grounded. So the only thing she was allowed to do was go to school and go to cheerleading. And her parents noticed because of this like smaller environment she was in, she actually started getting better. She started acting more normal because she had less contact with Riley and she started to seem a lot more like her old self and then emma came down one day and was like oh riley and i are fucking
0: done that's amazing i mean we're over it yeah also like shout out to those parents because that would have been such a hard thing to do with like a teenager
1: oh my god i was such a piece of shit so like shout out to my mom i'm so sorry i was such a shitty teenager and i look at the way i behaved now and i was like that is embarrassing my mom should have beat me with a two by four in the yard
0: no, no. All teenagers are out of control because they think they know better, but they don't. Yeah. And and then you grow up and you realize, oh, my parents were right. I was oh, so. out of control.
1: Realizing your parents are right is like one of the hardest lessons you'll ever learn where they're like, yeah, they warned me about that. And like, it didn't go great. Or she told me not to do that. And I did it. And now I've regretted it forever.
0: See, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's like the hardest thing. Cause to me, like, I like being like, I think it's like, I don't know, oddly liberating. I'm like, yeah, like I enjoy being wrong. I'm like, okay, I'm wrong. <laughs> like <laughs> I learned something so I can be a better version than I don't know, whatever. But like, I, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's, it's like a, my, what, what did you call me an apologetic millennial? yeah yeah so i'm like oh, i did yeah. call you that I'm, I'm gonna be wrong i'm like yeah no no it's good i'm wrong it's cool like i know this spot i'll go go back over there oh my god
1: i am like the opposite i am so headstrong about the dumbest things i'll be like nope it's right and people are like no it's 100 percent wrong and i'm like Mm-mm, fuck you nope and then i'll read it later and i'm like yeah so you were right fuck off forever like i ha- i don't like when people tell me stuff i have to learn it for myself or i'm never gonna i'm never gonna respect it at least i know no yeah so emma's parents were like fuck yeah emma was doing great but riley was not doing well over this breakup so his friends at college said he had attempted suicide he'd taken a bunch of alcohol and vicodin he had a lot of mood swings and he said a lot of stuff like seeking for attention like, oh, I just feel so sad, but I wouldn't kill myself. Don't worry. Or like, I feel really, I feel horrible, but like, don't worry, I wouldn't do this. And I was like, oh, so you're gaslighting your friends now?
0: Cool, 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 cool. Like, that's a cry for help if
1: I've heard one.
0: But oh, wow. have you ever had a partner behave like, be like, oh, if you leave me, I'll kill myself or some shit? Yes. Yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> Did it work?
0: Like, no, did he, I stay? Yes. Oh no! But did he die? No. No, I did not stay, and he did not die. But I, but I was, I was also like realistic about it. I wasn't like, you know, remember that case where that where the guy wanted to die, and the girl was like, "Then kill yourself," and he did, and then she got yeah. In trouble? Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. But, um, so he was like, "I'm gonna kill myself if you leave me," and I'm like. I was like, don't do that. If you think you're going to do that, like you should go to a hospital and get help. Or I'm like, if, you, if you're if you going to do that, like you should, what I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll call the police if you're going to do that. Like I was giving him like these realistic, uh, situations that would happen.
1: <laughs> should, yeah.
0: should that be the outcome? Anyways, long story short, he lived. Everything's fine. He's the I boy who lived. I didn't stay with him. No, don't give him that much credit. He's not a good person. <laughs>
1: i oh my god i stayed way too long with somebody that pulled that shit Ugh,
0: like sorry.
1: way too long but like also i was dating in my teens so like we said it. I poor think, decision yeah. yep. <laughs> yep yep so on november 18th uh emma's parents are like you know what you've been doing great everything's been growing great why don't you go have some fun So Emma goes to this party with a few of her friends, and she starts getting text messages from a number she doesn't know. So she showed it to one of her friends and was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm getting all these weird texts. And they say things like, come outside alone. If you don't want to see someone you love, get hurt and like, go to your car with your keys, go alone. I have someone you love. And if you don't answer me, I'm going to hurt them. Oh my God. So, you know, she's, like, what the fuck? And her friend's, like, either, like, ignore it or it's probably, like, a friend. Like, just ignore it, you know? But then they wrote back being, like, if you want to hear his crying and screams, just call. Wow. And so she's, like, what the fuck? So her and her friend go outside and she's, like oh my god, they dropped Riley somewhere. So her and her friend go out, and they found, like, a body just laying face down in a ditch. And they go to it, and they can see that it's Riley. Uh, So they ended up finding Riley, and he was, like, face down, too, and was like, they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, I don't know how I'm here, I don't know what happened, like, somebody kidnapped me. I don't know how I got here. It's so weird. He's, like, kind of holding his head, like, acting like he got, like, hit in the head or something. Like, he had been unconscious. He's putting on this, like, act that he was kidnapped, which is, like, fucking wild. It's one thing to text somebody something wild. It's another thing to actually, like, act it out. Dumb, dumb.
0: So stupid.
1: So, you know, Emma's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And she's like, I don't know what to do, but we broke up, so leave me alone. So, like, I can't snap, but that is me snapping so hard because, like, it is so hard when you're that young to tell somebody you have had feelings for to fuck off. Yep. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so glad you turned it on for, yep. But I was I was trying to, like, say, like, we, but yeah, basically we've all been in that position, so good for her. Like, clearly she has some really good friends, like a really good core group of people
1: to yeah, support her. parents. Yes. So, Emma's like, I'm out. And then Riley's like, he called his friend and was like, oh, I was kidnapped. And his friend was like, okie dokie, buddy. And then they're like, he sounds like he's being kind of ridiculous. So he's like, then call 911. And he's like, no, 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 no. You don't need to call 911. You don't need to call 911. And all of his friends were like, okay. So none of them called 911 either. So... What the fuck? The next morning... Emma was at home and her mom wasn't home and she was texting her friends. And she was said, cause she saw a stranger on her doorstep. She texted her friends and said, I'm home alone. And somebody in all black walked down my street and came to my door and rang the doorbell over and over and over. Which I have had happen to me. So like a side story, when I lived in Alberta, I lived in a house and we lived on the main floor with my roommates and a guy lived in the basement. And one day I was home alone. And this is going to sound so ironic, but me and my boyfriend at the time had, had broken up. So funny. And so I was home alone and somebody started like, like on my door and it was late. So I was like, fuck no, fuck no, fuck no. Right. But... I have also been conditioned to not want to call the police because nothing is serious enough. Like, you know, when it's happening to you, you're like, Oh, I'm yeah. uh, I'm being a pussy. Like, don't call the cops, I'm being a pussy. Same with like how I have friends whose appendixes have literally been rupturing and they're like, No, it's fine. It's just stomach pain. Like
0: Because women.
1: Because women. So You know, I had this happen. Somebody knocked on the door and they were literally going to like my back door and my front door and my windows. And we didn't have curtains because I was fucking like 19. So we didn't have curtains on our kitchen window. And the guy was like, I can see you. Like, let me in the house. What's wrong with you? Like, let me in the fucking house. Like, let me in the house. So I was lying on the couch, holding a fucking golf club with my laptop open, messaging my ex-boyfriend on MSN, being like, somebody's breaking into my house. You have to come get me. And he was like, yeah, okay, whatever, Jill. Like, we broke up. And wow. then like fast forward, I messaged my roommate. He came screaming home. I finally called the police. Yeah, bitch, they did find somebody in my fucking yard. It was but the guy he- downstairs. He was really drunk and left his keys. And we were like we'd never officially met. So he thought he was being like drunk and playful. But I got him arrested. And then turns out he had outstanding like transit tickets. So he actually had to <laughs> he actually had to go to jail.
0: And I was like, I am so sorry. But also you're terrifying.
1: Fun but funny fact.
0: You don't bang on a young woman's door like that. It's oh. not, it's not so like, he, no. No,
1: he had met my like male roommate. So I think he thought like, yo, bro, it's me. Let me in. But meanwhile, I'm like fucking home alone in like 1920. Just like, oh my God, I'm about to die messaging my ex-boyfriend, who was like, fuck you, crazy bitch, like, nobody's breaking into your house, you just want me to come over. And then I was like, JK, motherfucker, I almost died, you are a horrible person. But also, we are friends to this day, shout out to him.
0: (laughs) All of that, all of that checks out. Oh my god, right?
1: I read that, and I was like, this is so relatable, but also, like, not completely, but wow, I have been that terrified before. So, Emma panics, She's messaging her friends. And then, of course, she reaches out to the one person she knows is going to come. So she messages Riley and says, like, I hate you, but I need you right now. And he's like, I'm on my way. No questions asked. He's on his way. So Emma's mom had come home and Riley was there. And she was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're not allowed to be here. What the fuck? Go home. And he's like, oh, I I was just leaving. And she's like, you're not allowed here. Go home. So he leaves, Emma's, oh my god, shout out to mom. So he leaves, Emma's like, you know, somebody came to the door, whatever, 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 and her mom's like, that's weird. And then her mom said, don't you find it odd that Riley has been involved with or been at both episodes, like, that have just happened? Like, the two events, like, somebody weird is kidnapping you, and it's Riley. Somebody's trying to break into the house, and Riley's right there, you know? So the mom's yep. like, no. That's not suspicious. cool.
0: That's suspicious. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ooh, by me. the end of the Wait, today at the gym there was a guy with hair just like John Ralphio.
1: Oh my god, did you money? I just like, yeah. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. You know who's being fucking suspicious? Riley. Riley. Suspicious as fuck. So, by the weekend things had normalized. Everything seemed to be okay. But her parents were like, we are going to take you to work and we're going to pick you up from work. She's like, cool. They made sure she was safe. Everything was good. Everybody goes to bed. So the next morning, it's November 21st, Emma's mom goes in her room to wake her up. So... She says Emma's name. Emma doesn't get up. She bumps her, touches her. Emma doesn't get up. And then she finally looked at Emma's face and she knew something was wrong and called 911. Oh my so God. paramedics showed up. Everybody showed up. And unfortunately, Emma had passed away. So the police are really unsure about what's happened. They're like, could this be like a suicide attempt? Could something have happened? Like what's going on? So the forensics team started treating this like a crime scene because like Emma's parents were like, like things were better. Like she wasn't sad. Like we don't know what's going on. So the forensics team starts going around the room and trying to figure out what's happening. And they end up finding a little hole in the wall by her bed. And they look at it and they're like, we think it's a bullet hole. So they were like, no, this is a crime scene. We have to look. And it was about the size of a ballpoint pen. Like, it's pretty small. The fuck? So they start looking around and they find, they go outside and they find two shell casings. And then they also find a second hole. So after they investigated, uh, it turns out Emma had died from a a gunshot wound just behind her left ear. So somebody, a gunshot, had come through the wall of the house into her head. through the wall. Yeah. So everybody, you know, they can't figure out why, and they're like, do you know what would have happened? Of course, everybody's like, fucking Riley. So riley's friends all went to the police to be like we're really concerned riley told us he stole his grandfather's gun he told he showed it to all of us but said don't worry i'm not suicidal uh he was just trying to protect himself from the people who had attacked emma
0: okay so he
1: had taken to twitter and was like making posts that were like my sweet angel i love you forever and just being a little too weird with it all. And so they were like... He was like, well, I don't want the people who got her to go- get me. So he was brought in for questioning. He told the police that he thought he had spent the night at a friend's house. And then he started only referring to Emma as the girl. So he'd be like, oh, the girl texted me. The, the girl fuck? did this. Yeah. And he just stopped using his name. So the... After he had been interviewed by the cops, Riley sent a bunch of texts to his friends being like, why the fuck did you tell the cops I had a gun? Why did you do this? Like, you're making me look suspicious. And then two of his friends were like, bro, you are mad suspicious. So they went to the police and said, we want to go undercover. We think he did it. So the police wired, mic'd, and put video cameras around and sent the two friends in to talk to Riley, who basically fucking told them like, where the gun was and where all this stuff was. So the police came in, they found the gun, and then they also found a pile of, like, all-black
0: clothing. I, uh, on so many levels, loathe this this child. I fucking, I'm so, I fucking hate him.
1: I hate him so much. Yeah. So in 2018, he went to trial... Where him and his defense lawyer claimed that he shot the gun only to scare her. He wasn't trying to, like, shoot her. He was just trying to, like, scare her to make her, like, more afraid. Sorry. Shoot her.
0: Like, oh my god. Yes, Break. It's not funny. It's not funny. I just had to do it. I'm sorry. It's not funny. It's okay. Sometimes you have to
1: do things. So, after a jury, he presented that to the jury... And the jury was like, okay, we only need five hours. And they found him fucking guilty.
0: Good, dude. And sorry, while you've been telling me this, I've been like looking him up, them up on the internet. And she's this like beautiful, like vivacious, lovely looking blonde girl. Like just every picture of her, she's just happy. Oh my God, she's so happy. Over, you can just see that she's not even like,
1: i feel like she wouldn't be mean
0: yeah she's just over the top she just looks so happy and he like he himself he's like this very cute boy it's like the fuck like who what part of your brain decided that women were objects and you had to control this person like you both could have had wonderful lives like what the fuck is wrong with you like you're disgusting you're horrible yeah and also. You know, like, again, we never like to pull on people's appearances, but after he got put in jail, it looks like this motherfucker put on a fuckload of weight. So I hope he's uncomfortable and I hope he's not, like, living his best life enjoying that like I would.
1: (laughs) Well, Riley was found guilty of first-degree murder, stalking, theft, reckless endangerment, and possession of a firearm during a felony. So in Tennessee, first degree murder comes with an automatic sentence of life. So Riley was sentenced and he's currently a prisoner at Northwest Correctional Complex in Tiptonville, Tennessee. And he can he is eligible for parole after 51 years.
0: How old is this idiot? He would have been like 18, 19,
1: 20, 21, 22. Riley, so he'll, be like sev- f- he'll be, like, 70-something by the time he gets parole.
0: Riley, you were a fucking idiot. You not only ruined your life, you ruined this young woman's life. Like, Jesus Christ. And, like, their families and, like, so many other people. The fuck is bull effect?
1: So, Emma's parents wanted to never... They wanted to do, like, a justice to her memory, so... They named a dog park after her, which like blessed be that oh is so lovely. And then because she wanted to be a nurse, there is a patient room in the NICU unit at the children's hospital named after her as well.
0: Dude, that's so nice. That's such a nice tribute. Fuck this kid. Yeah, Dude. I thought I thought I would just
1: bring it down a notch.
0: You know, like, I know we talk about, like, oh, our parents are right, and there's been instances where I've dated guys where they were, like, incredibly aggressive and scary and, like, literally called and threatened my parents, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I, like, and I remember dating this one person particularly where my mom was, like, he's going to kill your dog because I didn't, I didn't live at home anymore. My mom's, like, he's straight up going to kill your dog, and, like, my dog was my world. So, like like bye. Yeah, it took a while to get him away from me cuz he was that toxic, but my yeah. dog is fine and I was fine, but like but like fuck, this is this is a level that you don't consider when you're that young. You don't understand yeah. that someone could become that unhinged and like truly behave fatally. Like that's I my eyes are wide. Like yeah. <laughs>
1: And, like, I just want to extend to people, too, if you feel like you're in a a bad situation or if all of your friends are telling you something's wrong with your relationship, like, sometimes it's okay to take a step back and actually look at it and take care of yourself first. And if you need help, there's always help available,
0: But, like, if you're getting red
1: flags and bad vibes, it's okay in the fucking words of my favorite murder to fuck politeness.
0: Yeah, truly. And, like, sometimes you, you know, sometimes you have children and you feel stuck and it's scary and it is okay to be scared and it's okay to start over. There's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that. Like, there's power in that and it will be hard, but it'll be, like, the good type of hard where you persevere and you come out the other side and you're like, fuck, I'm happy I did that. And like, you know, I, I don't want to say mm-hmm. what make, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Cause that's like fucking stupid, but it's like sometimes uh, the harder choice is the better choice when it comes to domestic abuse. <laughs> if
1: Kelly Clarkson wrote a song about it, you know, it's fucking truth.
0: Oh girl. With her like chunky highlights. Listen, listen to a woman with chunky highlights. <laughs>
1: oh, she knows what's up.
0: But no, but on a serious note, yes. Yeah. Fuck politeness and, you know, all that, all that shit. Cause like, you, you don't, just because women are raised to be theoretically cute or realistically cute and kind and quiet and like whatever. It's like at the end of the day, you have power. And if someone's being a motherfucker, just tell them and then go tell your dad. Use it. Or, you know, go tell your mom. Tell them yeah tell an adult whoever that powerhouse figure is in your house like like go they're gonna respect you more for it anyways if you need help that's a good thing go ask for help like, mm-hmm. you know Okay. Mm-hmm. but that was a
1: uh, boy meeting world and then jill and kelsey meeting the horribleness that is my crime choices again you're welcome
0: Yo, yeah, it was good. I'm, like, looking at this woman, I'm devastated. I just want to protect her, but mm-hmm. I can't. That's
1: know. why I don't send images to us while we do this, because I'm like, no, we just need, no, we're not there yet.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, fuck this kid. I'm glad he's in prison for that long, because he's a mm-hmm. loser. It's like, what What the fuck was that? We talk about this all the time. That disgusting rapist kid that I the Voldemort Turner Rock Turner oh my god don't don't let him ruin his career it's like bro he already ruined his career he raped a girl like are you like how is this a conversation
1: oh my god don't ruin his career
0: so like like thank god this is where we're at now Mm -hmm. somewhat with the world where it's like Oh, he's a football star. Yo, he 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 stalked shot and killed his girlfriend so he could go fuck himself. Goodbye. Listen,
1: if one fucking Yelp review can ruin my career, the audacity <laughs> that man has to fucking walk around the street. All I need is one unhappy person to be like, Jill fucked up my bangs and my haircut so hard. I'm never coming back. And then all of a sudden I don't have a job, but he gets to have a fucking career, sir.
0: Yo, I have three calyx and you cut my hair just fine.
1: Oh my God. Don't remind me. I'm not ready for that today. I've already had
0: a day with this computer.
1: Please do not talk to me about your calyx.
0: Is it really that bad to cut? Like, is it really? It's like, I don't know. Uh, I, know I know it is because you tell me. This is
1: for all the listeners out there. When you have Cadillacs, it just is a little bit more challenging. Like, I have to pay just a little bit more attention. <laughs> so, like, depends on the time of day. <laughs> if you are, like, my last cut on my last day of work, and, like, your hair is just not cooperating for some reason, like, I'm, uh, you do internally lose it.
0: It's like, my hair is like something about Mary. It's like, woo! Oh, my God. I had a client once and he
1: had two crowns and two cowlicks and I didn't know what to do because I just finished hair school and I just fucking shaved him off. (sighs) He got like a full (laughs) hair square, like with no like front. Like I just shaved, I just shaved it off. I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. They didn't teach me this in my 10 months that took me to become a hairstylist. So like just cut it off.
0: Learning curves. That was one of them. It was one of them. (laughs) Yeah. And you're, you're, but I will say, I'm never unhappy when you cut my hair, so you do a good job.
1: That's if you were unhappy, you would have to find a new podcast host.
0: <laughs> no, because I have three other haircut ladies. Listen, don't don't put yourself on a pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
1: snaps at this bench. Holy moly!
0: Okay, well, on that well, note, on that on that fucking note. <laughs>
1: You know where to fucking find us. There's an Instagram and there's an email. They're both Gmail. No. The email is Gmail and the Instagram is just deep nerder. Attach it to the Gmail. Figure it out yourself. I'm over my day because of this fucking computer. You know where to find us. Holler.
0: And, like, fuck toxic relationships. Just, like, you're not in it alone. Oh, my God. Just take that, like, no
1: fuck chakra. Give it, like, a polish. And then just, like...
0: Call Maya Maya it
1: into the fucking universe. Chakras?
0: Dare bring up a chakra?
1: I brought it up. What are you gonna do about it?
0: We can talk about star signs before we talk about chakras, my dear.
1: <sighs> no, my old roommate tried to read my star sign like the first two nights she was in the house, and I was like, I don't know if this is gonna work out.
0: I would have been all for it. I've been like, let's go. Do you have tarot cards? oh my fucking god i don't like believe in it but i i like hearing it because i'm like that's fun and then i just go live my life the way i live it by making weird choices randomly day by day so it doesn't apply specifically to me but i'm interested in what this person thinks they know (laughs) (laughs) i like it (laughs) thank you well double on that note uh i'm glad your card said
1: listen to us today and thanks for coming
0: yeah what's up bye Peace. Air buddies. Yay.